What is your soul purpose? I can guarantee you one secret to knowing what your soul purpose is. But first, there's a question. Do I have a soul purpose? How do I know if I have a soul purpose? I'm going to give you the answer to that one too. Hang in there. You're going to get answers to your soul purpose. What is your soul purpose? And how do you know if you're off track next? You're listening to another podcast with Holly Hall. I'm Holly Hall, and my education is a master astrologer, background education in philosophy and psychology, neurolinguistic programming, past life regression therapy, hypnosis, heart math, and my claim to fame is my clairvoyancy. I coach my clients on a regular basis from anything to healing their childhood looking at their past life, understanding all their relationships in their life, and helping them with their career and health issues. But all of it comes down to knowing thyself, the inner work that we need to do in order to evolve. And this is the fastest way to get that done. Painless, pain-free, and fun. So now, sit back, relax, have a cup of tea or coffee, take a walk, or while you're driving, day or night. And let's listen to the next show. Okay, so everybody's always looking for what is my destiny? What is my soul purpose? Why am I here? How come I don't have it? Why do I see other people have it and I don't? How come other people seem to know what they want and I can't figure it out? I'm going to give give you those answers. I promise you. However, if you really want to dig deep and know your specific soul contract that you made with yourself, for yourself, your own self-designed spiritual contract, then you want to have an astrological reading with me. I mean, if you can afford $37 US, send me off a mini, I can give you a mini reading, 15 minutes and I'll tell you exactly why you're here and what you're supposed to be doing. If you want to dig deeper around your career, your relationship, your parenting, your parents growing up, your childhood, you want to let go of a lot of limiting beliefs and you want to know why is it so tough? What's going on with me right now? What's going on with my husband or my spouse? My children are making me crazy. How can I be the best mother? I can help you with that in a detailed reading. But let me give you some secrets right now. So first of all, the number one way to know if you have a destiny and what is, if you have a soul contract and if you've made an agreement to be on this earth at this time for a specific reason, I'll tell you how you know. Are you breathing? Is your heart beating? Are you alive? Then you have a destiny. You're here for a reason. You've got a mission. The difficulty or the challenge now is that many of us, we seek happiness. We're all seeking happiness. That's what our soul wants. Our soul is in heaven. It's in abundance. 
it's in flow when it's happy. However, in this day and age, happiness is defined by things. Happiness is defined by experiences. Happiness is defined by interactions, positive, validating, valuable connections with people. And since we've lost community, that connection with people is our work. It's our job. It's our family. It's our friends. It's our, our spouses, our partners. And that is not always fulfilling. If you are staying in these relationships, because you cannot imagine not having a community, not being a part of a community. And you are then being defined by status, right? And so that answers the next question. How do you know when you're off path, when you're off track? How do you know when you're in the wrong direction? Because we will be, we will have unhappy days, weeks, and months in a job. We will have unhappy days, weeks, months in a relationship, any kind of relationship. We will have unhappy days, weeks, and months within our own self. And so first of all, know thyself. Witness yourself. How are you in certain situations? How well do you navigate particular circumstances? And how poorly do you navigate other circumstances? And what part of your spirit, what part of your human personality or characteristics is struggling or being challenged or being misplaced. That means a part of your personality is in the wrong place at the wrong time, right? The only way that you know this is by witnessing yourself. And I'll give you the number one question that you can ask yourself in any situation, any situation whether you're making a decision of what school your child's going to go to or whether you should date this guy for the third time or if you should quit your job or how do you approach, how do you deal with a, a particular person that's really hurting you deeply? Ask one question to yourself every single time. Am I betraying myself? Am I betraying myself? Am I being true to myself? Is this a betrayal to who I am? Not are they betraying me? Is this job a betrayal? Is this relationship a betrayal? You're asking yourself, am I betraying myself? Am I not being authentic to who I am right now? And I don't care if you're the biggest biatch in the world, okay? If you're a biatch and there's somebody who comes along and treats you unfairly and you're trying not to be a biatch you don't really want to get pissed off at it you're trying not to be that angry person you're trying to harness your resentment that might have that might have been archived since childhood if you're feeling like somebody is hurting you or harming you or misleading you or you're feeling cranky about it be cranky be miserable be a biatch Ask a question, have them repeat themselves. Tell them you don't like it, that you're not comfortable with it, that this makes you unhappy. That's it. 
right? Now, it, what degree you choose to express that? And will you resent your expression of that later on? I will tell you, you will resent it more if you do not share your authentic self than if you do. And I'll tell you why. Because if you do share it and you felt after that that was uncalled for, that you could have treated it differently, or that possibly you were misunderstanding the situation or the person, you are not going to get to that place until you actually step off one platform onto the other platform, the next platform to find that place and discover that, ooh, I just heard myself say that to that person and I just saw their reaction and now I have a completely different perspective. I, I have a different framework around this. But you wouldn't know that unless you did it, unless you tried it. So just to give you an example about self-betrayal is let's say there is a particular person at work that is Miss Bossy Boots. And Miss Bossy Boots is unapproachable, cranky, direct, stoic, to the point, says it as it is, does not give you recognition, acknowledgement, praise, or validation in any way. First, you check with yourself, do I need praise and validation? Is that who I am? Do I need that from my parents? Did I need it as a child? Do I, am I not getting that at home? Right? And am I asking for it in this situation? Absolutely. Do I need it? Uh-huh. Is that wrong? No, because that's who you are. You're someone who needs that, requires that. You're here to learn that, to develop that, right? And so you can be a people pleaser, remain silent, unspoken words, and then one day you had enough and you quit your job. Yeah, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Now, if you were authentic and true to yourself right from the beginning, before it reached before it reached that far to, I can't handle this anymore and I don't want to deal with confrontation, so I'm just going to quit my job. And I'll even take any job, any job, just to get out of this one, right? But if you are authentic to yourself right from the get-go and you approached your boss or you wrote that boss a letter with a, a short Reader's Digest version of your plight with an invitation to discuss it further, and just said, and just asked that person, is everything okay? If there's anything I can do to help, please reach out to me. I'm uncomfortable with this, that, and the other, and I'd like to address it. I will tell you a secret. Most stoic, analytical, standoffish, detached people are very intellectual. They, they lean more towards the left hemisphere of the brain. And they are matter of fact people. What's the problem? Let's analyze it. Let's find a solution. Let's implement it. People that are, could be people pleasers, don't want to approach the situation, are non-confrontational, can be very emotional people. They're feeling, they're empathic. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, right? So if you are authentic to yourself at that moment, you could have saved yourself from quitting a job. There may have been 
you gave, you're leaving room for negotiation. You're asking the universe to come and play with you, to interact. Now, what was the fear? They could not like me. And so now you're betraying yourself. Because you're afraid of not being liked, you're not going to speak your authentic truth. You have betrayed yourself. Could I lose my job? Because you're afraid of losing your job, you will not speak your what your value systems are. You will not be inquisitive. You will not ask questions. You will not bring opportunity by universe, by source, by God, by guides, by angels to help you find some respite between you and that coworker, then you are betraying yourself. In fact, if you want to go a step further, you could be betraying them as well because you're not giving them room. And ultimately, the job's going to be gone because you're going to quit anyways. So let's rip the Band-Aid off, right? If you are not able, if you can recognize, if you're nodding your head and going, uh-huh, Holly, yeah, oh yeah, I do this. I do this in my marriage. I do this with my kids. I do this with my mother-in-law, right? Then recognize that and say, I want to work on this. Now you are not betraying yourself. Now you're honoring who you are. Have you changed overnight? Will it happen within a week? Will you be a brand new, authentic, speak your mind, in your face, biatch in two months from now? Most likely not. (laughs) It took a long time to wire your brain that way. It's going to take a while to rewire your brain. However, you're on the right path. And when you're on the right path, you are in mission. You are in your destiny. You are doing what you are supposed to do and you will get there. In our day and age of materialism, consumerism, Happiness, this is what happiness looks like. It looks like a car. It looks like a house. It looks like a man. It looks like a partner. It looks like children. It looks like success for children. It looks like successful business. It looks like successful um, career. It looks like optimum health. It looks like the perfect body. It looks like the best wardrobe. That's what it looks like, but that's not what it is. You can, you can, what's you can cultivate happiness within yourself while you are experimenting, playing, having fun with what the earthly plane has to offer us human beings. But it should not and will not define your happiness. I have to remind myself of that every day. So I'm going to tell you a secret and how I'm trying to stay on path. And I have, I have struggled with this and I'm still struggling with it because it's a deep desire of mine. And it's been since I was the day I was born. And I know that it's my lesson. Part of your destiny and your mission is to is in the school of earth is to learn your lessons. So you, that you are creating self-development. So you're developing yourself. So you have to learn these lessons for self-development. And part of mine was to understand and appreciate and honor 
the essence of family, community, connection, tribal, tribes, right? And that's been my lesson my whole life. Why? Maybe I screwed up in a last life. Probably did. <laughs> I didn't value it. So I had, I lost, I had, I lost. And so now my deepest desire is to have community, is to have a, a community where there's healers and healing, a respite, a resort, a retreat type of environment where people, a small amount of people lived there and a larger amount of people came to visit for healing by healers. Right. And so that, that's what I'm searching for. That's what, but why is, do I have to have that for me to be happy? No. Do I feel unhappy once in a while because I'm not having that now? Yes. But I know that's not, that's not the track. That's not the right track is for me to blame that for not what, what makes me happy is that I will heal with like-minded people that I will um, live probably argue, be in debate with, be irritated by, have fun with a community that I live with. That I will meet new people, bring new people in for experiences and to have experience, right? I don't want to live with these people in the same home, by the way. We all have our own places, just a neighborhood, just like a neighborhood here, except that we all know each other, right? Now, do I tell the universe, I have to have that. I will not settle for anything else. No, I don't do that. I just tell the universe, I want to, I want to do my craft. I want to be with like-minded people. I want to live in a sustainable type of community. I don't know where that's going to be. I don't know how that's going to show up. And I'm okay with that. So let's get back to how do you know when you're not on target, when you're not in alignment with your soul contract or your soul agreement, when you are betraying yourself. How do you know when you're betraying yourself? When you're not being your authentic self, even if you're a voice in your head said, oh, you can't act like that. You can't say that. You can't do that. Don't you dare quit your job. Where are we going to get the money from, honey? We have a mortgage. When you listen to those voices outside of your authentic self, that is really uncomfortable where they are, you are not being authentic to yourself. If you are leaving a situation, a marriage, a job, a friendship, a neighborhood, a home, etc. But you know, classically it's a relationship, a friendship, a job, a career, because you can't speak up because you're putting up with someone, someone else's anger, someone else's frustration, because you're allowing someone to abuse you and you're not being authentic to yourself and sticking up for yourself and holding space for yourself and allowing yourself to say, you cannot treat me this way. You're not creating boundaries for yourself. You are betraying yourself. And when you're confused, should I stay or should I go? It's because you cannot go, you cannot leave until you address the inauthentic side of you that is not speaking her mind, 
that is not, and he is not telling his boss how he feels, and she is not telling her manager what she wants. Until you do that, only until you do that is when you can leave a situation. And more often than not, it actually creates happiness in, in a situation more often than not. But what will happen if you don't do that, then you'll just move on to the next job, the next career, the next relationship, the next friendship, and you'll continue the same story with them until you speak up, until you're authentic, until you stop betraying yourself. Sounds easy, right? It's not. <laughs> it's not. Confrontation, being confrontational is hard. Being authentic to your own true self is not easy. Why? Because you have been dancing. You have been the lead in a dance with other people in other situations. And this, they expect you to keep that pace. They expect you to continue that dance. They don't expect you to change. Because what happens is when you change the dance in the middle of a dance, you're going to step on each other's toes and it's going to hurt. And they're going to say, what the heck are you doing? Changing a dance. We had a rhythm here. <laughs> I yelled at you. You put up with it. That was our rhythm. That was our thing. Right? And then all of a sudden you're not. They don't like that. Yeah, it's not easy because you're changing the dance. You're changing the rhythm. And often... Eventually, you'll be in flow again. You'll be in rhythm again. So forgiveness, forgiveness of yourself, acceptance of yourself. Allow yourself to screw up. Allow yourself to fumble. Allow yourself to fall. If you think about anything in life, how many mistakes are you going to make before you really learn to read? Imagine when you were one year old, how many mistakes are you going to make while you're learning to read? How many mistakes, how many times are you going to fall when you're learning to skate? How many times are you going to stumble when you're learning downhill skiing? How many times are you going to use the wrong word at the wrong time and embarrass yourself when you're learning to speak Spanish or French? How many times are you going to hit the wrong note when you're learning guitar or piano? Every time. Every time that's going to happen. And then are you going to quit? Oh, I just hit the wrong note. That's it. I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. Oh, geez. I said that word wrong. Okay, that's it. I can never read again. Ain't happening. You're two years old and you're learning how to walk and you fall. Okay, that's it. I'm done with this walking thing. I don't need it. I just, I'm just going to sit here for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, we don't do that. Right? So there you go. Now you have it. This is how you find and have found your true authentic self. Find your path. You're on your path. You don't have to find your path. You're on your path. You don't have to be in the now. You are in the now. You don't have to be afraid to say what you think. Because even though the other person doesn't hear it, Ver verbally, they feel it energetically, empathically, intuitively. The universe knows. The universe feels it. And what's most important, you feel it. You know it.
So there you go. That's your, this is your homework for the week. Be true to yourself. And every time you're in an uncomfortable situation, ask yourself, am I betraying myself? Is this self-betrayal? And if so, what am I betraying? What voice within me, what character within me, what authenticity within me, what value within me am I betraying? Namaste.